0: In three, two, one. Most of us are making decisions driven by unconscious programming, and we don't even realize it. We can try to work harder, push through and hustle to reach our goals. But what if we could get our subconscious mind on board to achieve success more quickly and easily? My guest, Jenny Harco road says it's not only possible, but much closer than we think. Join me now for my conversation with author, speaker, and mind change teacher, Jenny Harko-Road. Well, hi, Jenny. Welcome to the program. We're so happy to have you.
1: Hi, happy to be here.
0: I'm excited. I was really excited about your topic. I found you online and on your program at balancedyou.org, and I know you're a speaker. You're a best-selling author. You coach. You train individuals, bases, corporations. But it was your subject matter that I was attracted to, and how we can use our mind and change things within our mind for wellness and success. So, if we're unhappy, if we're unfulfilled, if we're stressed out, if we're in pain, you maintain we don't have to be. So, I want to get into that, and individual and corporate wellness are relationships, our professional success, because I think it all matters, but you maintain we can change a lot of that in our mind and we'll dive into that. But let's start with how you got to this subject in the first place. So talk to us a little bit about Jenny.
1: Yeah, thanks. I love it. So my story is an interesting one. I was one of those people that was trying to fake it till I made it. I was putting on a happy face and I had a pretty good show going because I was very successful in real estate at a young age. And we were able to build this big, beautiful custom home on three acres in San Diego in my twenties and married my high school sweetheart, four little kids. I mean, it just looked like a fairy tale. We were traveling and buying vacation homes and it just looked amazing. But on the inside, I just wasn't happy and I couldn't figure out why because I had all the things that I thought would bring joy into my life, including a good spiritual background. And so I thought, what is wrong with me? What is missing? I didn't like my husband much. I was struggling with chronic pain for most of my life, addicted to pain pills. And I wasn't really enjoying my career, even though it was making a fortune. And I just thought, what do I do? I would listen to tapes to date myself I'd go to seminars I'd read books I'd see a therapist I'd talk to my church leader I'd pray like what how come I'm not happy what is going on with me right and I just I couldn't find a solution and so I just kept putting on a happy face and trying to say my affirmations and be who I wanted to be but I really wasn't I was just faking it and not making it and then this Fateful day came. It was August 10th of 2013. So, about 10 years ago now, I was standing on this mountain ledge with my husband. We had been camping and hiking. And he said, if I was in shape, I'd jump off of here. And I was like, Well, I'm in shape. And I jumped. Yeah. And it was a little too far. And I was landing on a rock and I didn't have any parkour skills to roll out. I just thought I'd land flat footed which was a bad decision because, you know, the impact of landing on a rock, there's no give. And I heard a crunch in my back Ouch. and I couldn't move. And he tried to get me up and that wasn't working. And our friends came and they tried to get me up and that wasn't working. And then they ended up calling 911. 911 sent in a ground crew and they couldn't get me up. And they called Life Flight. and Life Flight came, got me off the mountain. And the next thing I remember waking up in the hospital and they said, you broke your back. I was like, oh, oh man, that's that's bad news. So now what? You know? And right. thankfully I wasn't paralyzed, but I still couldn't move. Right. And they said, well, you'll get better. You'll be in bed for maybe six weeks or something. And like it's a broken bone. It'll get better. Yeah. And so I thought, okay. So now I'm stuck in bed thinking about all the things I don't like about my life and thinking, great. And now this. So all I could think was, I want to get better so I can get back to my life I don't like. But why would I want to do that?
0: Right. No kidding. <laughs> I
1: want to fix this problem. And so six weeks came and I started to get some mobility. But the pain, as the mobility came back, that pain increased and just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And I couldn't sit and I couldn't drive and I was just miserable. So now it's like emotional and physical and I was just I was in a bad place. And it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And I started seeing acupuncture and massage and chiropractor and physical therapy and doing all the things to improve. And a year after the accident is when I started taking some heavy-duty painkillers because the pain just kept getting worse and worse and I couldn't handle it anymore. And I didn't know what to do besides keep trying all these things. I was seeing a new specialist every day. And after 2 years I thought I cannot believe I still can't sit in a chair. I mean this is crazy. So I ended up having major surgery. They put in rods and screws and a synthetic disc. Sent me home all stapled up on a walker and 7 months later can't sit, can't drive, can't function, same pain. And they gave up. They're like, I mean there's nothing you. else we can do. So we'll just keep giving you pills. We'll figure out which of these takes the edge off the most. And like, we're sorry. I was like, no, I'm not accepting this. Right. I'm going to find a solution. Right. Right. And so I just kept asking every person I met, what do you know to heal a a bad back? How do you get rid of back pain? What do you do? And they would refer me to all these different people and seeing like, Five different chiropractors. (laughs) Right. Anyone, I don't care. Woo, woo, woo. You'll try
0: everything. Yeah. You want to try everything.
1: Any location, I will do it. Right. And then I meet this medical doc. Did you hear that medical doctor? Yeah. Who says you can reprogram your mind and get out of pain. And I was like, what? How? It's not my mind. It's my back. Like, how would that work? And he said, well, why don't you come over and we'll work on it? And so I was like, I'm desperate. I will do it. And so I went over to his office and he started investigating through muscle testing. Muscle testing is something I was familiar with because I grew up with a dad who's a chiropractor. And a lot of chiropractors use muscle testing. But my dad used it to find out where there was a subluxation, a disc out of alignment, right? Or what supplement somebody needed to take. You'd basically have them hold out their arm and their arm was like a lie detector, and he would ask the body questions by touching different points and press on their arm and their body would somehow miraculously answer and he'd know what to do and they'd get better. So I watched this my whole life, but this doctor started doing the same thing with me, but asking me questions like, Why are you in pain? And I'm like, Because I broke my back, right? And Instead my this- arm wouldn't hold. My arm would go down. Like, that's not why you're in pain. And I'm thinking, what? How could it not be why I'm in pain? I mean, look at my medical file. I Doesn't can't even sense. carry yeah. it. It's so big, you know? So basically what we discovered, long story short, is that my pain was emotional, not physical. It didn't make any sense to me. How could that be? I told him, I don't have emotional pain. I recited my affirmations to him. I told him, I'm happy. I'm healthy. Right. I'm terrific. I just can't sit, can't drive, can't function. And,
0: right. and I hurt and I hurt. Yeah.
1: I hurt so much. And he said, well, uh, tell me about your life. Tell me about your marriage. And I'm like, yeah, I don't talk about my marriage. And he goes, well, tell me about your childhood. And I said, yeah, I don't talk about my childhood. And he's like, I thought you didn't have any emotional pain. I said, I don't. Yeah. It's that suppressed. Right. Wow.
0: Yeah. and so in. Yeah.
1: No kidding. We started working on it. He said, you're going to have to share some things if we're going to solve this emotional pain that's showing up like back pain. So i I did. I opened up, I shared, and I didn't feel any better. And I thought, well, that was no good. I just paid you to share all my secrets and I'm still hurting. I don't want to come back. And he said, do you want to come back? And I said, yes. And I was like, what? (laughs) I just say? yes. So I saw him six times. The day after the sixth appointment, my pain just turned off like a light switch. I was just standing standing at my desk working because I couldn't sit. And all of a sudden, it just like, it was gone. And I was afraid to move. I thought I would like turn the light switch back on.
0: Right. right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was gone. I was blown away and I went back to him and I said, this is a miracle. I don't understand how this will work because I've told therapists my problems before. Like, That's right. an-. but what helped, what happened was with the muscle test he was doing with me, I could feel that my body was answering that the pain I had in my body was emotional And that he kept telling me this, stop hurting yourself. And I'm like, I'm not. He's like, yeah, give me your arm. He'd press on your arm. Are you hurting yourself? The answer would be yes. He's like, it's the tension in your body from your past. You need to let go of the tension. It's going to that weak spot in your body, your back. And if you can let go of the tension, everything will change. And so I went back to him. I told him it was a miracle. I was so excited, so thankful. And then I said, I have quite a laundry list of things I want to change about my life. Right, right, Number one being I'm addicted to pain pills. And I didn't even know I was because I was taking them for pain. But now I'm not in pain and I'm still going for the pills. And this is a big problem. Like right. I would lie for these things right now. Right. So we, one by one, started knocking out all my problems, my pain pill addiction, we fixed my marriage, we healed childhood traumas, got rid of my bad temper, got out of my career, found something new that I love to do. I mean, just my life transformed. I became so obsessed with the power of the mind. It's all I've been talking about ever since I met him.
0: Wow, what a good story. Well, that's exciting. And it's interesting how you paid attention to that and that mind body connection and recognizing that. And I think there's absolutely something to it. What we say when we talk to ourselves or external circumstances, it can make us sick. It can literally create disease within the system, right? So, what you maintain, and I think it's great, is hey, we can approach it and change what that input is to our brain, because pain happens in our body, as do emotions and everything else. It's how we react to that and what energy we give them that really makes a difference. So what you're doing is reprogramming that. And you say that there's 17 seconds to success and wellness. That's what got my attention, right? Initially, tell me about the 17 second rule.
1: Yeah. So this really goes along with how you just introduced how we talk to ourselves and how we think about things and the narration that goes on in our own head about what's happening in our life.
0: Story. Mm
1: -hmm. So a thought is an electrical signal in the brain for 17 seconds. That's all it is, just a signal going through. But if we catch that thought, we hold on to that thought, we keep that thought, it becomes a chemical reaction within our body. So we start to feel equal to the way we're thinking. As soon as that happens, it brings like stories and we prove to ourselves by what we're thinking and feeling is accurate. Mm. And when that goes on for just 68 seconds total from start to 68 seconds, it literally changes the energy field of our body. Now, our energy field basically controls what we attract and what we manifest in our life. So in the past, this was kind of like a woo-woo kind of thing, but now there's literally scientific tools to measure your energy field. And it changes based on what you're saying and what you're thinking. And so when your energy field changes, your life changes. And so really we hear a lot about being more mindful and mindful is the 17 second rule. It's catching the story and asking ourselves, is that the reality I want to create? Because if I'm thinking it, if I'm saying it, my brain is just taking orders and it's going to create that reality for me. And so the 17 seconds is like the first step in our process, which is catch yourself, catch the story. Do you like it? If you don't, how would you rather think or feel or act or react or manifest in your life? And then that takes us into our brain training process where we help you literally Train your brain to create the reality you want instead of the reality you don't want.
0: That's an interesting thing It's that catch and kill. We see that in the news all the time. We've got it with former leaders going through that, where their stories and their experiences in life, were it would catch and kill those stories before they became popular stories. And you're kind of saying the same thing. We need to catch and kill it or catch and let it live. But it's being conscious. It's being aware of that. And what's interesting, as you were saying that, I was thinking the number one drug, the number one drug from an efficacy point of view is a placebo. It's the best performing drug we have is the placebo as far as results are concerned. So it goes to your point. It's what we think about. What's interesting. People see commercials. We watch commercials on TV and we see all the medical commercials for this drug or that drug. And then there's another 50 seconds with all the disclaimers of all the side effects and everything you're going to experience. And death is one of them right and one of those possibilities and what's funny is people see that commercial and then they go to their doctor and they oh i think i have some of those symptoms in canada and in other countries as well it's actually illegal to air those commercials those commercials do not exist and what's funny is canada actually has a higher life expectancy than the u.s does even though the u.s has a tremendous medical system as far as our diagnostics and our intelligence goes how our personal well-being is different but Canadians just don't get it doesn't mean they don't have the condition but because they haven't acknowledged it recognized it given it energy so if a tree falls in the forest no one's there to hear it. it's one of those things right So I'm very intrigued with this and you make an interesting point we know the voodoo that's involved there's some voodoo mm. in this but it's good voodoo or juju how are you want to phrase it right. And we don't know everything, but we do know it's around energy and what we think. And I think there's an old adage or an old scripture that says, as a man thinketh, and I think that goes for man, woman, and child. So is he, she, or they. And so I think the power of our mind does matter, because if we lose that, well, we already know that that's a downward spiral. So it's really protecting it. So I think even, you know, you put your finger on a couple of things, and through your own story, you came to that conclusion and recognized it versus stay on that regimen of pain pills and poor me. You've had a chance to coach now dozens and hundreds of people, I'm sure, and spoken to thousands. Yeah. What kind of feedback are you getting when you introduce the concept? Are you getting good anecdotal stories from folks and reaffirming that what they go through? Like,
1: what's your experience with that? Yeah. So, really, COVID has really set my business up for success because in the past it was something that people didn't talk about as much. Mm. And when I started talking about programming your mind for success back in 2016, People are like, I don't know that I need that. I'm good. Right, <laughs> you know? right? But I think now it's come to surface that so many people are like, yeah, I was impacted mentally by what happened in COVID. And I sure. am impacted. I see how people have been able to overcome challenges with the power of their mind. And it's really not like it's a new concept. I mean, you mentioned, uh, you know, like think and grow rich, the magic of thinking big, like these aren't right. new concepts. But what I have in my process is the next step, which is the brain science to retrain your brain, because psychologists say you have 50 to 80,000 thoughts per day, 80% negative, 90% a repeat of yesterday. And so if you're imagined trying to catch all these thoughts and change all these thoughts and have a positive mental attitude, it can literally be exhausting, Right. It's like a ping pong match all day, you
0: know, Right, brain
1: right. shooting you these negative thoughts and you're like, no. And here comes another one. Stop like, oh yeah, my gosh, yeah. it'd be exhausting. And so what I do with people is I have these brain exercises that I created and I had studied by a neuroscientist in several different studies to show that when you open your brain bridge, it's called a corpus and put your brain in a whole brain state. They call it a state of super learning where your brain can build new pathways Really, a new way of seeing and perceiving it changes those negative thoughts automatically.
0: This episode is sponsored in part by Rainmaker Digital Solutions, featuring Active Campaign. Looking to drive growth with customer experience automation? Active Campaign, the number one marketing automation platform for e commerce, B2C, and B2B companies gives you the email marketing, marketing automation, and CRM tools you need to create incredible customer experiences. ActiveCampaign is the platform we use to reach, nurture, convert, and grow our business, and you can use it to grow yours. You can see why 150,000 plus businesses like yours choose ActiveCampaign to help them grow and become preferred in the markets they serve. You can also start your free trial by visiting our website and clicking on the ActiveCampaign trial link. As a bonus, we'll also give you a digital copy of my book, Becoming Preferred, How to Outsell the Competition. And in the interest of full disclosure, I am a shareholder in the company. And now back to my conversation with Jenny Road.
1: One of my favorite examples is our eyes blinking. It's a subconscious program. It just happens. But we can overpower it, right? We can blink faster. Right. We can not blink. But how long can we not blink for? Not well, long. I start yeah. blinking as soon as I'm trying to think of what I'm going to say next. I lose right. focus on not blinking and I blink because I'm trying to speak, right? You're
0: making me do it now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and this is what happens
1: in our life. Right. And so our clients have tremendous results because we change the subconscious program. We change the automatic. Right. So they catch with their conscious mind, the 17 second rule and the mindfulness, what they want different. And then they tell us how they'd rather be. How they'd rather feel, how they'd rather act, how they'd rather react. And then we figure out with muscle testing, do they just not believe this and they need a new pathway in the brain to believe it? Because when you believe it, you can achieve it, right? right? Do they have a subconscious block to it? Something from the past that's getting in the way of them accepting this new belief that we need to clear up? Do they have an opposing belief? Like they love and hate themselves all at the same time. And it's like this tug of war and they can't move forward because of it. We can clear that up. Do they need to make a discovery like me when the doctor's like, You're doing this to yourself with the tension in your body from your past? Right. He found out I was taking the pain pills with the muscle test to numb myself from my marriage. Just that information alone, I never took another pain pill again. It was like, This is ridiculous. I am not going to take these pills to numb my marriage. I'm going to fix my marriage. Right. Right. And so our clients have tremendous success in a very short amount of time. The average is actually 58% improvement within a week in our last 450 clients that we've tracked privately because it changes the brain. It changes the cellular response. It changes the automatic because they're going to blink. They're going to mess up if it's just trying, if it's just focus, if it's just a goal or an action. But if the subconscious is programmed to support them, the results transform so quickly. And so we work with people individually. We work in groups. We do retreats. We have a corporate wellness program on demand. We have all these different ways, but it's all about retraining the brain. But first, deciding what do you even want? And I love that Oprah says the thing that she found with the most successful people in the world is they know what they want. We'll go after right? it. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, how are you going to get there? And then we have a brain exercise that'll change your brain. So you are different in that way. And then in the next way and the next way, and it, it can never end. I certify people in my work so they can just do it for themselves. I could do it every day. This morning, I did a brain exercise for myself. I was looking at my goals. I'm like, okay, it's the 12th. How am I doing? Right? I think I need a brain exercise. I'm a little bit behind on halfway to my goals and we're almost halfway to the month. So let me get my brain back on track, right? And control what's going on because of the power of your mind, your subconscious. It's either supporting you or sabotaging you in every area of your life. You talk about
0: that. You do talk about that. Weight loss is a good example. There's a good video on YouTube people can go see. We'll put the links in the show notes. But you obviously discovered the power of the subconscious mind and how that works. And talk about that, say from the weight loss perspective, because everybody, you know, has those extra few pounds they want to get rid of. Thank Um, you. Yeah, tell us how that one worked.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, this was a big one for me. I grew up with a mom who was really skinny and she could eat a lot and I didn't have that same metabolism. So I would eat like her and I was a little bit chubby and I didn't want to be. I want to be skinny like my mom. And so I started exercising a lot. I really was a crazy exerciser. Right. And a calorie counter, seven almonds, that's a hundred calories. Is it worth it? Right. How many treadmill minutes is that? It's not worth it. You right. know? Right. And all these little notes, this was before I had it on my cell phone back in the day, right? Of my right. calories right. for the day. I mean, right. I was totally obsessed with it. And then I break my back and I'm like, oh my gosh. I can't even move now, let alone exercise. What am I going to do? And so I thought, well, just stop eating. Basically, that's what I'm going to do, right? Like how many calories do you need when you lay in bed and don't move like hardly anything? And so while I was stuck in bed, I started researching health and I became a big fan of plant-based eating for the reason that I could eat more because it was lower calorie. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to lay here and eat plants. It's almost
0: free food, right? All the veggies. Exactly, exactly.
1: But it still was all conscious mind effort. And so what happened was when I discovered the subconscious mind and how to program it, the first thing I programmed my mind for was like, I only like to eat healthy food. And I'll give you an example. So we had been on several cruises, of course, successful in real estate, the Disney cruises and all that fun stuff with the kids. Right. And I used to struggle. There were ice cream machines everywhere.
0: Everywhere. I know.
1: Oh my gosh. And I love ice cream. And so I was like, okay, I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. And it was this insane battle with myself. Right. So I programmed my mind that I only want to eat healthy food. I go on my next cruise. I get off the cruise and I'm like, did they have ice cream machines on this cruise? I didn't even notice. And it was like, whoa, what just happened to me? I went back and looked at pictures. Oh, everybody was eating ice cream. There was ice cream everywhere. I didn't even want to eat it because it wasn't even in my field of awareness.
0: Right. It didn't trigger anything. The subconscious didn't go, I want one of those. It probably saw it, but again, hey, it's not for us. Yeah. Therefore, I'm not, yeah, I want not wanting it. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. And wow. so it was an evolution. Then I noticed, well, yeah, I'm eating healthy food but I'm still overeating. I go down to the kitchen and I'll eat, but I'm not even hungry. Why am I eating? And so then I program my mind only when I'm hungry. So now my conscious mind, every time I'm like, oh, I think I'll go to the kitchen. My conscious mind automatically says, are you hungry? (laughs) And if I'm not, then I go somewhere else. And if I am, I go to the kitchen, you know? So my subconscious is supporting me. Which is awesome because there's not a lot of ladies who have had four kids who can say, I don't even need to lose a pound. Right. You know, And I'm in that category because my subconscious mind is supporting me instead of sabotaging me, instead of this battle, instead of linked again, ate something I shouldn't overate, whatever it is, it just doesn't happen because my brain is programmed for how I want my health and wellness to be.
0: Do you ever get reboots, resets, like I've got nice computers, but every once in a while they just start acting weird and mm-hmm. they don't behave like they're supposed to. And the memory, the conscious and subconscious aspects of my computer needs a reboot yeah. like shutting everything down and reboot and it's boom. So do you ever still get triggered where all of a sudden it shows up and it maybe it's a stranger because you've been on autopilot, yeah. but now you're looking at it and you're going, oh, okay. And why is this here again? And again, you catch it within your 17 seconds and then back. it. Does that occur? Like yeah, do you, absolutely.
1: Yeah. And the reason is 50 to 80,000 thoughts a day, right? right? And so when we reprogram a goal, it's a specific statement, right? I've gave you a couple examples for weight loss. Maybe someone works with me and they say it's so easy to lose 20 pounds is the goal. It's what they program in their mind but they didn't program. I love to exercise or I love to eat healthy food Mm, or right. right. There's a lot of different statements. So usually when something comes up, we program the mind for a new statement to be specific to the new exact issue. Right.
0: Right. right.
1: So yeah, sometimes things come up, but sometimes they don't. For example, my bad temper. I mean, I seriously had a temper issue
0: (laughs) Really? You don't seem like it. You seem like, what a nice, what a nice person. What a kind, nice person.
1: Yeah, no, that (laughs) has not shown up in like over five years. Wow. Yeah. I mean, zero.
0: How did you get rid of that one? That's a good one. How did you reprogram that one? Yeah. So
1: I think that the statement that really changed everything for me was I'm open and curious. That's it. I'm open and curious. Makes sense. Because when somebody says something now that I don't even realize it anymore. When it first changed, I was like, oh my gosh, that normally would have set me off and it didn't. Right. Right. Because I'm like, what, how come I'm not mad right now? What's happening? (laughs) Right. Right. But here's what I would think. I think, I wonder why they said that, or I wonder why they did that. Or I wonder why they didn't do that. or Start
0: analyzing it and overthinking it and really analytical approach to it.
1: Yeah that was the new automatic. That was the new knee jerk reaction. Instead of mad, it was like curious. And then I could take what I found from that curiosity and do what I wanted with it. Right. Maybe it's like, Oh, I think I want to program my mind that if someone responds to me this way, that I feel peaceful and calm and I'm, fine with it i'm forgiving i'm loving i'm accepting i'm understanding
0: right in the 70s i read a book from an author here in arizona shad helmstetter i think it was a book and it's what you say when you talk to yourself yeah we've all seen these books but you've done is you've created tools that have worked for you and then have worked for others in your labs yes. and, you know see how this works and it sounds like magic it looks like magic we know it's not magic because there actually is science behind it isn't there
1: absolutely and it's also work I am all the time listening to what's going on in my own head and shifting it if it's not what I want. So it's like a fitness routine for my mind that I'm always working on. I'm always making my life better and happier and healthier and wealthier. Right. Tweaking my brain to support what I consciously want. I call a bad brain, an untrained brain, a bad puppy, right? You get a puppy and you're like, It's peeing on the floor, it's chewing on the couch, it's eating the shoes. What is going on with this puppy? It needs training. Right. And our brain is the same way. If it's running amok, if it's creating stuff you don't like, creating pain, bad relationships, sickness, like. Whoa, 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 get a hold of this bad puppy. It needs training.
0: Well, this is where we have internal malware is probably a good analogy for it. And we have to debug ourselves, right? And then come up with new programming and change that programming. What kinds of things do people typically want to improve on in terms of, say, career, job satisfaction, success, or work performance? What do you see? What's kind of common?
1: yeah. So it's so interesting that it all kind of comes down to the same categories. I would say that I haven't heard anything new in many years,
0: yeah, right? Like
1: everybody kind of has the same kind of struggles. So many yeah. people feel unworthy, undeserving, right? Mm. There's a lot of that going on with what we've been through in the pandemic, a lot of anxiety and depression. There's a lot of people with money struggles that they want. They're like, oh my gosh, why, why can't I get out of this negative cycle with money? There's so many relationship issues. We know the divorce right. rate. It's so high. And even those who don't divorce, are they truly happy and stress with children, right? Right.
0: Responsibilities, our roles as moms and dads and parents and boyfriends and girlfriends right. and right. partners the and everything. Coworkers
1: that make you crazy. The boss that doesn't appreciate you. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. I'd love to say if you had a magic wand and you could change just everything. three things about your life. Like, what would those three things be? Right. Let's start right there. And then once those are cleared up, what's the next three? And once those are cleared up, what's the next three?
0: Right. Yeah. What's the first step when it comes to making a change towards our goals? Like I wrestle with this one. I do what I do and then the results usually come up and I'm happy with the results. And so I really started focusing on actually going through the goal setting process, actually doing it right. Because I look at it, I've been aware of it my whole life and I'm kind of hot and cold on it sometimes. So for me. I'll set the goal, but it doesn't require much effort. I have some natural abilities and skills that I've been able to harvest and use. Some of those things come easy. Other things don't. And so on the things that don't, I'm now setting goals and reframing and changing. For instance, even with food, we're traveling on the road as speakers, we're eating badly, we're doing whatever. Well, now I've simply just changed, wait a minute, my body's a machine. This is fuel for my machine and it's a high performance machine. Do I want to put bad fuel in it? And by simply changing that thought, I look at everything now and go purple gas, or high yeah. octane and right away that it clicks it I go, i'm not putting this in my tank at all just that simple thing so instead of saying i want to do this or i want to i, I want to eat everything and not have it worry me it doesn't mean i don't enjoy a slice of pizza here or three or uh-huh. want something i shouldn't have or maybe some ice cream but now i look at it and i can still do those things in moderation yeah. but i'm conscious of it not unconscious of it if i'm gonna eat some potato chips i'm purposely going to pick out eight or ten and take them that's it or my seven almonds and i allow room for those things so that i'm not yeah. actually dieting i don't necessarily believe in diets, I believe we should just pay attention to what we're eating and how we're feeling. Everyone's different. But what's the first step in your mind that we should be taking as far as change and maybe reaffirming or identifying that particular goal?
1: Yeah. So the first step is just asking yourself, what do you want different in your life? So it sounds like you have some subconscious programs that are already supporting you, And so you're like, I can be in control of this, right? right? And that's because you have supportive programs. There are some people that just feel like, I cannot control this. I want to lose weight. I want to be mindful. I want to have eight to 10 potato chips. Right. Remember Oprah saying like, I. some people just eat a couple of cookies. Like I eat all the sleeves of the cookies, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) Bring on the batch. Yeah,
1: yeah. So what is the problem? And maybe you want to just be more mindful and aware. Perfect. Program your mind for that. So where is it that you feel out of control in your life? Right. That's what we want to address, right? The places that you feel like I got this. Awesome. Terrific. Your brain is already on board with you, but where do you feel like this just isn't working and I don't know what to do about it. That's what we want to focus on. And all it takes is a brain program, a brain pathway. It changes the cellular response. To change that you can right. literally reprogram the brain just like you can reprogram a computer, so it's really some self-reflection. It's one almost a
0: self-hypnosis. I have a buddy who's a speaker and he focuses on healthy hypnosis and changing mm-hmm. behaviors, and he's explained some of that process in just one or two sessions. People can quit smoking, boom, yeah. but it's the same idea. How is this different from positive thinking and affirmations? I'm an I am person, I do I am statements. I, yes. Anything I want to work on, I make sure I look at it and then I am this and I make sure I'm doing it for the right reasons. So I, yeah. make, I want to link the outcomes to it. How is this different from that?
1: Yeah. So positive affirmations are conscious. They're our mind that's deciding how we want things right. to be. Our subconscious is a million times more powerful than our conscious mind and it's already programmed. And so when you set a goal or you have a positive affirmation, you're trying to take action, you're trying to focus on it. But if you don't have a subconscious program to support it, you falter. I love in the book, Atomic Habits by James Clear, he says that if you want to change something about your life, you actually have to change who you are for that to stick, for that to become the new reality. It's not just the goal. It's not just the action. It's an actual Change of being. How do you change who you are? Right. And that's what we do. It's at a subconscious level. And so the conscious goal, the positive affirmation, that's the first step. And then if you program it into the subconscious mind, like I mentioned, we've got a 58% improvement within a week when you program it into the subconscious mind and it lasts instead of trying to focus, trying to focus, trying to focus on what you want. It just happens automatically. And it can be things like, I want other people to appreciate me. Well, how do you make that happen? Right? Well, if you program your mind for that, that reticular activating system in your brain looks for that, right? and all of a sudden notices it, just like when you get a new car, and all of a sudden you're like, why is everyone driving the same car as yeah, me?
0: Ford F-150, I see happen? them everywhere, I see them everywhere, yeah, it's what uh, you're paying attention to. You know,
1: so when you change your perception, it changes what you see, like your life is the same, but it feels totally different. I look like the same old Jenny. I do not feel like her. I don't see life the way she saw life. I don't act or react or respond or create or manifest. It's a totally different me because I've changed how my brain responds to the way I want it to.
0: It's interesting stuff. Let's talk about what you're working on. I know you've expanded this into the corporate world and corporate wellness. and. What kind of a difference can it make within an organization? So if I'm a company, an organization, and many of our listeners are business owners and entrepreneurs, how important is it to have that information to our employees, our workers? How does that impact their relationship with the customers, the people they deal with? And what can that mean for the business? What kind of transformations have you seen from a business perspective?
1: Yeah, I love this question. And I did a lot of speaking for corporations, and I did a lot of training on how to change your brain for more productivity and more wellness and more sales and more success and more collaboration and better leadership and more confidence and all these things. But it was kind of a one and done. Here's my keynote and awesome. Now you have this tool. Go use it. Right. And like most people, there's a lot of great tools and they forget about it and it doesn't happen. Right. And so I was trying to come up with how do I stay in front of people? How do I help people without a large expense to a company of hiring me and my coaches to always be helping people train their brain and hit their goals and solve their problems and all this. And so I had the amazing opportunity to participate in a mastermind with Sandra Yancey, the founder of eWomen Network, her husband, Kim, daughter, Brianna, and Oprah's man, Stedman Graham, last year at their home outside of Dallas. And we sat in their living room for four days, brainstorming and strategizing and figuring out. But one thing that we came up with was this interactive, gamified, neuroscience-based wellness portal that I created for corporations so that their staff could literally log in 24-7. And as soon as they log in, it says, do you want to feel different? Do you want to solve a problem? Do you want to achieve a goal? Like, why are you here? (laughs) You just want some personal growth. They click the button and it's pre-programmed a response that makes sense. They answer the next question. It takes them through a brain exercise to program their brain for what they want to work on. And it helps them set action. It tracks their progress. They get some coins, they can trade in for our group sessions. They can do private sessions with us as well. It's having tremendous results. We're using it with our private clients. They're like, we want that too. We want to just log in and access that. So now we've got this program that literally anybody can use at any time to change their thinking. And when you change your thinking, you change how you're responding at work. And if you think about People come to work, they put on a happy face, but you know, there's stuff going on underneath, right? And how do you fix it? How do you solve it? How do you help them? Like work and home has combined, right? And so how do you help that person be the best they can be and feel the best and enjoy what they're doing and collaborate better with others? And I mean, I just think of little things like confidence, getting up in front of a room and speaking or presenting or even a Zoom presentation, Right. If you're confident, it makes it so much more enjoyable. Right. I was just right. in a speaking contest in Vegas and they're like, who wants to go first? There's 150 people. It was an impromptu speaking contest. I didn't know I was going to be in a speaking contest. I was like, pick me, pick me. I'll go first. Now you have to understand. I used to be like, if I had to speak, I would get up with my notes and I'd be like, yeah,
0: Shaking away. Right. like
1: I'm like, oh my gosh, my heart, my shirt is literally pounding. I'm sweating. I play the flute whenever they'd ask me to perform. I'd be like shaking. I'm like, this sounds awful. It's like too much vibrato, right? Yeah.
0: Throat would be closing. I'm like, oh
1: my gosh, I'm so scared. Right. I just retrained my brain that I was confident in front of people. And now it's just automatic. So just what do you want different in your job? And that appreciation thing we talked about, if your brain is tuned in to noticing people appreciating you, listening to your ideas hearing you, trusting you, then you're going to see that. And if your brain's tuned into nobody likes me, nobody listens to me, they steal my ideas, whatever, I don't get the promotion.
0: Yeah, you'll be right. Like You said with appreciation and then you'll show appreciation too, which is the best way to get it. Right. And again, those triggers will come up that test us on this for sure. But it's having the tools in order to do that. And if you look at the greats, the motivators, they can put you in shackles, they can lock you up in jail, but they can't control your mind and how you react to that situation. (laughs) We all have things and things can happen to us, how we can change our thinking about it. It's all about becoming a balanced you. And if we work in organizations to have a good, balanced, healthy workforce as well. So if we're unhappy, unfulfilled, if we get stressed out, we're in pain, we don't have to be. And we can check you out, Jenny, at balancedyou.org. We'll have all of your information in the show notes. Thank you so much for sharing some of these insights with us and your story and on YouTube I know they can go and find different videos of you and you're very transparent in your approach. And that's very refreshing and organic and raw. And we appreciate it because that's kind of how the rest of us work as well. So thank you so much for being our guest.
1: Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure being here.
0: This podcast is created and associated with Summit Media. My executive producer is Beth Smith and director of research, Tori Smith. The fee for the show is that you share it with friends when you find something useful or interesting. This podcast is subject to copyright by Summit Media. Goodbye.